How busy are the Lions going to be for the trade deadline next week? Let's discuss. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network on a Wednesday, October 25th and the Thursday, October 26th. Thanks for making this your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks or at Locked On Lions. Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And of course, we are live and direct each and every day on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Over 8,500 subscribers. Please subscribe. Let's get to 9,000 subscribers. Coming up on the show today, everybody's been talking about it. NFL trade deadline is Monday. I got some names of some players the Lions could be looking at in acquiring on Monday. Look, Lions are five and two. Could be six and two after Monday. Could be ready to roll and, and, and um, ready to roll. <laughs> I sound like Stu Finer. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. I'm just making a point. Lions are in contention. Should be looking to add pieces. We'll get into that coming up momentarily. Also, Las Vegas comes in Monday. Their offense is absolutely atrocious. We're going to talk to your boy Q, the host of the Lockdown Raiders podcast tomorrow on the crossover. But I got some numbers for you that will just blow your mind. Also, Marvin Jones is no longer with the Lions. We will explain. And uh, I view Monday night as a a bounce back opportunity. And I think it's going to happen for Detroit. Currently eight and a half point favorites from our friends at FanDuel. Uh, for Monday night. Lockdown Lions today brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout out to our everydayers who are out there and checking us out each and every day on the podcast. Thank you to Turner Batdorf, who's an everydayer. He invited me and my wife. We are going to be at the game Monday night in a suite. Uh, This is a great story with my wife. Like months ago, Turner hit me up. He's like, we're coming in for the game. want you to go. I'm like, thanks so much. Such a nice gesture. Turner's also the one that got us the uh, 222 Rodwood Drive sign. Um, But anyway, so I said to my wife, do you want to go to the Lions Monday night game against the Raiders? And her answer was, no, I don't want to go to the game. I said, it's in a suite. Oh, I'm in. Naturally, right? So, uh. I'm kind of excited about that. Should be uh, should be a good time. All right. Uh, where do we want to start? All right. So the NFL trade deadline is Monday afternoon. Lions, of course, are going to be playing Monday night, but regardless, could still add to the team. Dan Campbell made it a point of saying the other day, they're not just going to add players. They've got to be culture fits. They've got to fit in with the what's going on here. We don't want to mess up the apple cart. We're five and two. And I get that. And yesterday I put out on Twitter at Dairy Speaks the idea of Frank Clark possibly signing with the Lions. Uh, Ex of Seattle, ex of Kansas City, didn't have a home. He's had a lot of off-field issues, including when he going back to Michigan uh, and everything else. But the Lions right now are not getting a lot of edge push from the other side of Aiden Hutchinson. They're just not. Romeo Quarr has played there. Julian Quarr has played there. They've had Kaminsky over there. They've had um, Charles Harris over there. James Houston is hurt. And I just threw out there, it wouldn't cost the Lions anything to sign a free agent like Frank Clark. Many of you were like, 
Bad guy, why would we do that? Downside of his career, and I get that. But anytime Frank Clark is on the field, he makes plays. He gets to the quarterback. Um, then today, I said on Twitter as well, all right, many of you don't like the Frank Clark idea. I guess the Lions will just trade for Brian Burns. Look, Lions could use a cornerback, in my opinion, cornerback. They could use an edge rusher and maybe another wide receiver via the trade market. So let's talk about some players that are available. Number one, Brian Burns is available. Now, Brian Burns is in the last year of his deal. He's in Carolina. The Panthers are 0-6. They're terrible. He's only 25 years old, and he would be fantastic opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. Again, what would Panthers owner David Tepper, um, who kind of runs the show there, what would he ask for? What are the Panthers looking for? But if you're asking me who the perfect fit is for the Lions at the trade deadline, it's Burns. No guarantee that you're going to sign him long-term. He might want to hit the open market, all of those things. But he's a really good football player. He's an excellent edge rusher. He's only 25, and I can see that as being a fit. His teammate, Dante Jackson, is another one to watch out for. 27-year-old cornerback, ex of the Niners. Also, again, like I said, on a bad team in Carolina. Panthers are god-awful. They should be sellers coming up on Monday. Dante Jackson, his last 21 games, has four interceptions. He's under team control next year as well, so he kind of takes the place of Emmanuel Mosley. And as we know, the Lions signed a bunch of cornerbacks this offseason of one-year deals, not named Cam Sutton. Cam got a multi-year deal, five-year deal, I think. But the Lions need to replace Emmanuel Mosley, who's going to be out for a long time, towards his other ACL. Jerry Jacobs was hurt last week. C.J. Gardner-Johnson's done for the year. So I see corners being a need. And Dante Jackson is a player that, again, under team control next year, 27 years old, good size, good good ball skills, could be a player that the Lions go after. Now, if you want to really gamble and really spend some draft capital on a guy, these reports that Patrick Sertan is made available by Denver are unbelievable. That guy is a stud. You want to talk about like one of the best corners in the game, if not the best. Pat Sertan is that guy. Now, his father, of course, former NFL cornerback, I believe with the Dolphins, is saying, my son deserves better. He's been public about how bad the Broncos have been. But Patrick Sertan Jr. is like, or is it Patrick Sertan the third? I think it's the third. Dude's a ball player, man. He's like a three-time All-Pro. And I was reading today, there are reports that the Broncos would want two number one picks for him if they're if you're going to trade for Patrick Sertan. Is he exactly what the Lions need? Oh my God, yeah, he'd be awesome. By giving up two number ones for him? I don't know. I like the trades that, that Brad Holmes has made acquiring extra picks. That has worked. You've built this team, this team through the draft. Albeit Jamison Williams, Jack Campbell, some others have been great, but look what Brian Branch has brought. Look what Sam Laporta has brought. Look what Panay Sewell has brought. Amon Ross St. Brown. List goes on and on. Brad Holmes really has done well in the draft. Are you giving up two number ones for Pat Sertan? That's a steep asking price. Would he come in and be unreal for you as a number one corner? Yeah, he would. 
Cam Sutton, to me, has played number one corner-type football this year. Sertan on the other side would be amazing. So watch that name. You want to go a little bit low budget and safe and maybe a mid-round pick for a guy? Jalen Mills could be your guy. 29 years old, cornerback in New England, bitching on Instagram about his snaps, not happy with how much he's playing right now in New England. He's won a Super Bowl. You might be able to get a mid-round pick or late-round pick for Jalen Mills. Sounds like he wants out of New England, and the Patriots aren't going anywhere. Watch for that. Um, Chase Young's name always comes up with the Lions. Last year of his deal with the Commanders. I know some people also have brought up Montez Sweat as well, also in Washington. Either one of those guys would work for me. The asking price for Chase Young, I would believe, would be a lot more than Sweat. Um, but watch for that. If the Lions feel like we got to go get an edge rusher, either of those guys from Washington could be in play. Uh, Derek Henry, I don't see that. I know that people have been tweeting me, oh, but uh, Diesel, uh, the, the Lions should go get Derek Henry. I just don't see Tennessee doing that. Um, it's possible, and he's going to get a, a lot of carries this week because it sounds like Will Levis is starting a quarterback for Tennessee. Good luck with that. So those are just some names for Monday. I'm sure I'll come up with some more as uh, as time goes on. But those are some to keep an eye on um, for the trade deadline on Monday. If Brad Holmes deems it, hey, Dominican Sue's available. Woo-hoo! Who wants to dine at Sue Way? You guys know I'm a Sue fan. I always have been. He's available. He's in shape. Wouldn't cost you anything. In terms of draft capital. All right, Lockdown Lions are brought to you by the Game Time app. I'm going this weekend to Colts and Saints Sunday, and then I'll be at the Lions game on Monday. I'm getting my tickets at Game Time. I'm going to wait a little bit, see the price come down, get great deals, all at the Game Time app. Last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. It really is better than these other apps. I'm telling you. And this view from the seat, I love it on the app. I love to be able to see where I could sit. It's great. All venues, they've got it. All right. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Just put that $20 off and it's in there. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKDOWNNFL, L O C K E D O N. NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Lions and Raiders coming up. Monday night football, baby. That's right. Monday night football, Lions and Raiders. Very excited about it. Coming up this Monday night at Ford Field. Las Vegas is so bad. So bad. And I knew they were bad. I was doing some more research. Again, we'll talk to uh, your boy Q, the host of Lockdown Raiders podcast tomorrow. But I was looking up some numbers and I was like, this this can't be real. But it is real. Lions are going to be facing a Raiders team right now that is the third worst in the NFL in scoring offense. All right? I almost said Oakland. Las Vegas is averaging, averaging. 16 points per game. In today's NFL, that's embarrassing. This past week, they were held to 12 by the Bears. The Bears held them to 12 points. 
I get it. Jimmy Garoppolo has been hurt, has missed two and a half of the seven games already. They tried Brian Hoyer last week, who's like 57 years old. Aiden O'Connell is the other quarterback from Purdue. Solid, solid Big Ten quarterback. You know what that translates to in the pros? Not very much. All right. He's no CJ Stroud. He's no JJ. He's no JJ McCarthy. All right. Um, Aiden O'Connell's fine. We watched him in the Big Ten championship game last year. He is what he is. You got to have a QB in this league. And for a guy like Devontae Adams, who signed up to play with Derek Carr, Carr bolts for New Orleans. Um, you know, Raiders felt like Jimmy G was going to be the better option there. And here we are. All right. This is where we stand with the Raiders. They've got Josh Jacobs. They've got Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro is like in a milk carton right now. Jacoby Myers isn't bad, but their O-line has been shaky. Their run game has been bad. They're dead last in running the football. Last. The Lions just faced the Ravens, who ran all over them, whether it was Edwards, Lamar, Hill. Lions could not get off the ball against that Baltimore offensive line. This week, coming home, Monday night football, loud crowd, first Monday night game in six years, whatever it is, uh, five years. And they're going to face a Raiders team that is 68 yards a game rushing, the worst in the league. So that is to the Lions' advantage in a big way. Then I looked this up, all right? The Lions' offense is still a top-five offense when you talk about yards per game. Ben Johnson, Jared Goff, Amon Ra, the whole thing. Lions are putting up an average of 377 total yards per game on offense, all right? And it could be better. Think about that, all right? Could be better. Last week, six points. Week before, 20 points. They are due for a breakout 30, 34-point night. Monday. Raiders, if this thing becomes a track meet and want to keep up with the Lions on offense, 27th in the league, 284 yards per game. That's not going to cut it. And again, they've got Josh McDaniels, supposed, supposed to be, want to be, supposed offensive genius, offensive guru. Like I said, Jimmy G, we'll see if he can play Monday night. Missed last week due to a bad back. That's a big difference. It's a big deal. Garoppolo is a serviceable, above-average NFL quarterback. If they have to play Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer in that lion's den, right? Monday night when everybody's going to be going nuts, good luck. But the Raiders have major issues, major issues. and. Uh, especially on offense. So those are not good numbers at all. All right, coming up next, uh, Marvin Jones is no longer with the Lions, and I want to give him a shout-out because it's not an easy thing what he had to do yesterday. Uh, we will do that. And one other nugget about Monday night that I'm completely into that I think is going to be a positive for the Lions. We will do uh, that as well coming up next. Uh, but first, I got to tell you about it's one of those days, guys. I'm just not organized. Um, I got to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. I have posted on LinkedIn Jobs and continue to post for my company that I work at, my nine to five job. 
or in this instance, 9 to 4.30. Financial Architects, Inc. LinkedIn Jobs is great. Every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's easy. You just It's a free post. It doesn't cost you anything. Post it on LinkedIn Jobs and add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Post your job for free, F-R-E-E, free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn, L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N, linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about prize picks. Oh my goodness, daily fantasy that is so much fun. And it's not you against other people. So if you're just somebody that doesn't want to trash talk or worry about friends or anything else, it's you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, go up against the projections. You pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Sunday in the NFL. All sorts of guys you can take a look at. Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. You like him this week? Over, under, or uh, more than or less than 250 yards. All right? Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. The numbers might be high going up against the Raiders. More or less than 90 yards. Whatever the projections are, you go to prizepicks.com slash locked on. Look at them. And it's uh, slash locked on NFL. And it's all there for you. And it's fun. You could turn $10 into $250 with ease. All right. So go there now, prizepicks.com slash lockdown NFL. Use the code lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's great. You put in $100, they give you $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy with prize picks. All right. So yesterday, and you could go online and go on Instagram or Google it. I'm not going to read it. Marvin Jones announced that he's stepping away from the NFL and from pro football and the Lions right now at age 34 to deal with a personal matter. And Marvin Jones has been nothing, nothing but an incredible leader, great soldier, um, awesome in the community, all of that. Marvin Jones has been a model citizen and a, a tremendous lion for two stints now. and. I got to give him a shout out. Like, this is not an easy thing to do. Marvin Jones is at the end of his career. This might be the end. All right. He has struggled this year. He has not caught a lot of footballs. He had some drops against Kansas City. And the Lions are certainly, um, you know, going in a younger direction with their wide receivers. Antoine Green gets some burn. We know about Jamison Williams, everything else. Uh, you know, Josh Reynolds having a good year. Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, Gibbs getting some looks at receiver. But for Marvin Jones, this was a chance for him to come home and win and come back to a team that was on the rise. He and Graham Glasgow both have been with the Lions previously when they sucked, and now they're good again. And it's really cool of him. It was cool of him to re-up on a one-year deal, come back here after spending the last few years in Jacksonville and kind of mentor some of the young guys and hopefully be a contributor. Didn't have the greatest year on the field. And then... Yesterday, decided to put on his Instagram 
but he was stepping away from football. I want to thank the Ford family, thank the Lions, but he's stepping away right now to deal with a personal matter. And I appreciate that reporters, national and local, no one's bothering him about this. All right. I have no idea what this is. You just want to wish him well. But this is such a hard decision for these players because football for them is everything. All right. If you watch um, Ted Lasso, right? Football is life. Like football is life for some of these guys. And to be in the middle of the season, have to miss a game like Marvin did last week and not make the trip to Baltimore. And now completely step away. And the Lions released him. All right. They're letting him go. Clear up a roster spot. Highly unlikely he's coming back anyway. He's dealing with this personal matter. And the Lions had to do the business of the business. And what Marvin said was, me and the team worked this out. It's all good. And it's understandable. I just feel really badly for him. I hope it's nothing serious, whether it's health or whatever it is. And that uh, he can eventually come back. And I think he would if the opportunity was there and he wanted to. But this has been a guy, whether he wore number 11, or he wore another, whether he wore number zero this year, this has been a guy that has been awesome in the locker room, great to interview, and just has been a leader. And I remember last year, Michael Brockers was on the lines. And if you remember, Michael Brockers was a healthy scratch for almost seven, eight weeks during the season. But he stuck around. He was a leader. He was vocal, great in the locker room, and he helped the team win. He helped build the culture. Marvin Jones, the same type of guy. So I wish him all the best and wish him well and uh, hope everything's all right. But obviously keep an eye on what the Lions are going to do right now. They've got an open roster spot at the time of this recording. Uh, they brought back Jamar Jefferson, the running back, because Mo Ibrahim's going to be out. But maybe the Lions are looking to add a receiver. Maybe it's somebody from the you know, earlier in the year, preseason, whatever. Um, but keep Marvin Jones in your thoughts. He's just a really good guy. And I love that he came back. It just did not work out. And hopefully everything on a personal level is okay. All right. I think the Lions are going to bounce back against the Raiders. And I only, not only do I think the Lions are going to win on Monday night, I think they're going to cover the eight and a half too. And I rarely talk about point spreads on this show and gambling and anything else, but I really like the Lions this week. They know what's ahead of them after this week. That's off time. That's a bye week. All right. They're going to get rest. And Las Vegas is three and four. Like I said before, they cannot score. All right. They're not that good. They just lost to the Bears. They're coming cross country. And I just think the Lions are going to bounce back in a big way. You just know that crowd's going to be into it. You just know that Dan Campbell is going to make sure this team shows up. After admitting, we no-showed this weekend in Baltimore. We were terrible. We were not ready to play. I think they're going to be ready to go. And I think they're the, they're the superior team Monday night. And this crowd and the noise that it would make against shaky quarterback play, I think the Lions are going to win the turnover battle. They're going to get back in the win column and win um, by double digits. Monday night. Something about this crowd that has been waiting, waiting for a Monday night game since what, 2018? Um, and I think the boys are going to deliver this week. I think there's going to be a laser focused remainder of the week at practice, and they're going to get a win. So I'm excited about that. All right. Uh, crossover Thursday tomorrow with your boy Q. That is his name. Your boy Q, the host of Lockdown Raiders, tomorrow, right here on Lockdown Lions. We'll see you tomorrow.